Welcome to the Creative Nectar Podcast. Your hosts are Jenny Hahn and Stephanie Gray, and together we share conversations and practices around art making as a path to self-discovery, recovering wholeness, and living an authentic life. So settle in, make yourself comfortable, and enjoy the nourishing taste of Creative Nectar. Hello, and welcome to the Creative Nectar podcast. I am your co-host, Jenny Hahn. And I'm Stephanie Gray. And we're so glad to be here with you all today to talk about what is process art. We're going to talk about the definition, um, talk about kind of the origins, what it is, what it isn't, and how you can use this to support you in your creative life. Yeah. So if it's all right, Jenny, I'll get started just with a a couple of um, key points as far as what I feel process art is and um, sort of the loosely quoted from the book that Michelle and Stuart did, which we'll get into later. But um, so process art is pure creation. It's pure creative expression um, where we create from the inside out. And no one tells you what or how to do it. It's truly just an exploration. Um, it is not about the the product. It is about the process, hence process art. Mm-hmm. And I have, I don't know if we're ready for it, but I have a quote that it can be found in Stuart and Michelle's book, Life, Paint, and Passion, because this is the roots of process painting. Mm -hmm. So we'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and read that and then I'll turn it over to you. And if there's anything you want to add, that would be awesome. Yeah. Let's hear it. Okay. So Michelle and Stuart started process painting in the seventies. They, they met up in Switzerland when they were both traveling. Um, Michelle saw some children painting with joy and like creating it from the inside out and she she wanted that um flash forward to they got together and they began this process painting and they wrote a book and in the section where they talk about process versus product one of the quotes that i'm going to read is this you paint for process or you paint for product This book is about painting or creating for process. It sounds very simple, but it is a radical thing because usually we want something out of what we do. We want a creation we can use, we can sell, we can show, something that can prove our worth. If you create for product and you have a certain result in mind, you have a direction, a goal, a place you are trying to reach. You follow a map. If you create for process, you can go anywhere. There is freedom. And the possibilities are endless. Mm, Beautiful. Yeah, I really think of process art as a tool for self-discovery, but also beyond, beyond the self, really um, connecting to something beyond, (laughs) beyond our current level of understanding. And um, it's really about that going on that journey. And there's so many, there's so many uh, layers and and aspects to it. So um, yeah, very juicy. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that quote, Steph. And 
I think we mentioned in our last episode, but our teacher, Sarah Oblinger, actually painted with both Stuart and Michelle, right? Yep. And um, and that's kind of how we each stumbled upon this um, in going, in attending Sarah's class, Paint or Die. And yeah, I'm just curious, like what, what drew you there, Steph? Like what drew you to this process, this way of creating in this particular way? Well, I think for me, it was permission giving from the beginning because it was clear that you did not have to have any artistic, create creative like tools. You could just show up and just start, which was scary. But it was, it, but there was something that was like, okay, I'm not a professional artist. I don't, I don't know how to paint, but man, that sounds like fun. So, <laughs> yes. so I started, you know, and yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it was an amazing, amazing experience and not at all like I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there's always going to be that element of the unknown and surprise and yeah, <laughs> deep, deep discoveries. <laughs> so I'm wondering mm-hmm. what drew you to this process? Cause you were, you were, a mm-hmm. uh, professional, well, not a professional, but on your way to being a professional artist because you were, had just graduated from the Art Institute, right? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. What drew me was really, I think I spoke to it a little bit before, but just that need for connecting to myself, to my interior. Like I, yeah, I was great at creating illustrations and um, basically making art for, for projects, for other people, for conveying ideas. And really, again, about, yes, definitely there's a process to that as well, but still there's an end product, right? That is serving a purpose. And because of my own healing journey at that time, what I really was needing was a deeper connection to my own self, to my heart, to my body, to my gut. And I had not found anything quite like this before. So that's really what drew me in and what has kept me. I mean, for these last 20 plus years, you know, I do create paintings to exhibit, obviously. And I always have continued to do art for process, art for myself, for my eyes only. So, yeah, it's 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 both and really. I too, I feel like I, so I entered it into the whole like, oh, it's permission giving and it'll be fun to create, even though I don't really know how to do anything with art materials, but it did lead to that self-discovery. It led to a sense of thawing out because I was so like frigid in my emotional territories Mm, mm. that as I continued to work the process, I realized wow, there's like, there's joy and there's happiness and there's, and I can work with grief and have it not consume me and just so much. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. That's great. So maybe we could talk for just a minute about what process art is and what it is not. Because, you know, there's a lot of artists who create and different art movements over time that do talk about process. And so there can be some confusion here of what we might be talking about. Um, You know, process can be also uh, taking a a canvas outdoors 
and allowing the elements to do their work <laughs> on it, you know, that too is process. Um, pour, pouring paints, you know, there's, that is a process. So, so I guess I want to just have a, a, a brief discussion about what it is we're talking about here. When we talk about process art, we're really talking about the process of the individual coming home to themselves. So what might be missing in the other forms of process is that it's solely about the process and not the individual, not the creator themselves. So process art is about coming home to ourselves and to our essential creativity, our, that essential creative flow that is in and available to each and every one of us. And that is a journey. That is a homecoming process. So I think that's a little, you know, that's a little different from some other forms of, of process in art history. I love that. And I love that you've mentioned that. Um, it's not something that gets sort of talked about when we talk about process art very much, but it's true. And I would, the only thing I would add to that is that process, that process that you talked about pouring or, you know, elemental process or whatever, that's, that's feels like it's thought out. It's so it's headspace stuff, right? As opposed to process art that we're talking about is more, how can we get, come home to that space in the heart? How can we be more heart centered and heartful? Yeah, for right, sure. Right, right. And both, you know, all of these processes, of course, involve an element of trust, an element of surprise, an element of letting go of the results. But again, I think the key difference here is, like you said, Steph, the coming home to the heart and really connecting with all aspects of self, the emotions, um, the sensations in the body, and just really making it a mindfulness practice and making it a transformational journey. And it's not that we make it a transformational journey, but we, we are willing to step into a journey of transformation. Yeah, I think just as you continue, if you continue to practice, because uh, one thing I'd like to say is there is benefit in just doing a workshop, right? And then, and never doing it again, I feel like it, it still lingers and it's inside of you, inside of us. But, but when you do the practice and you allow it to, you keep coming back to the page and you allow it to unfold, that, that can really, who that can really undo some things <laughs> in mm. a good way, in a good way. Um, mm -hmm. And, and I think it is important to to say, at least for me, that it has become a practice. It is an actual practice, just like anything else, you know, for me in my life, it, any other sort of spiritual practice or uh, mm -hmm. self wellness kind of practice. Right, right. Yes. And of course, it's um, about the practice and not perfection. When we do art for process, there's no mistakes. There's absolutely no way to mess things up. Because every, every mark we make, every direction we go leads to the next thing that unfolds. And even being with something that we don't like, that we think doesn't look good or we want to change or we want to destroy, like that too has information and can inform us, help us grow and help us really um, push beyond into the next level of that which maybe we were avoiding or repressing, there's just no way to get it wrong. 
Right. Because it is absolutely just for us and just about us. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we can talk about, yeah, just a few um, guidelines, if you will. Again, there's no rules or right or wrong, um, but just like, what are the qualities of um, creating for process? And also what are the benefits? Like, what do we, you know, what will the listener um, get from engaging in art making in this way? I'll just start off that we really hold this practice as sacred. And along those lines, I know we mentioned this before, when we create for process, there's no critiquing or um, analyzing. You know, when when you're in a group and you're creating for process, um, there's, you know, we usually have a closing circle and an opportunity to share, but it is held as sacred and there's no comparing we, we discourage from comparison, which our minds will naturally do, of course, <laughs> but um, the, the, the intention is not to compare ourselves to anyone else or to our past self, to our past pieces. And so we hold a safe space without critique, without analysis. And this is what differentiates this from art therapy, because yes, while it is absolutely therapeutic... Um, we're not really getting into the dissecting of meaning and things like that, unless you choose to. <laughs> well, and I love that about this because it's not it's it's not another form of saying of of giving your power up to ask somebody else. Well, what is going on with me? Instead, you get to discover that in your own time, if that feels right, right for you, and it's empowering in that way. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. It's very much a kind of a self-directed experience, even though, you know, we as facilitators are there to support and to mirror um, for individuals, like say when they are stuck or, or needing or wishing to have that mirroring, but really the answers, the direction, everything really emerges from within, from a deeper place in ourselves. And we, yeah, and, and the individual always has those answers within them, even though it is discovered moment to moment to moment. And also, um, you know, another thing I love about this process is that it's about honoring what arrives. And again, just to kind of reiterate this, the, whatever we create, the paintings, the drawings, they will morph, they will change, they will grow, they will transform. And so there's a, there's a skillful way of doing that without destroying what came before. So sometimes, you know, if we don't like what we're doing and we want to cover it up, you know, that's one energy. But another energy is to let it become what it wants to be. And to allow it to change, allow it to transform before our very eyes. And that's a, that's a really amazing discovery process in and of itself. There is so much beauty when we say yes to something that wants to arrive, even if we don't understand it or mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense um, or we don't know how to do it. There's, there's, it's just an amazing process to say yes And that's often a a great question to close with, you know, is like, is there anything you said no to that was actually wanting to be a yes? Yeah. 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 And it's a question that, that I feel like I've used in my life, just even outside of the studio. 
Mm, yes, yes. And that's a great, that's a really great point, Steph, that this practice really, um, it, it, it informs the, our lives in general, like it goes beyond the studio, so to speak, and really starts to kind of just spread and inform our lives, like the directions we take, the what we do, what we engage with, what we create. I mean, it's just really, this is a practice for life, for creative living. Without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, just if if we can just throw out popcorn style, some benefits that we've gotten or that we've seen others kind of receive from this way of creating, definitely um, in, like playfulness, you know, the sense of play and willingness to play in life. And, and joy, which comes along with that play. I think I talked, spoke mm. earlier to that, um, not only just in myself, but I, I've seen it in, in so many other people as they start to connect to that joyful inner child. And that's another thing that can connect, mm. we can connect with is our inner child. And there can be some reclaiming in that also, you know, some re some, even some spiritual reparenting that, that can happen. I mean, it's just, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And along those lines, just again, connection to our inner self connection to that interior that so many of us in our lives in society, you know, it's just hard. It's hard to, we are not encouraged to always stay connected to ourselves and to our truth. No society, in fact, I feel cultivates a lot of that out of us. Um, and in, in fact, this is a process that can connect us back to that. Mm -hmm. And it's incredible mm -hmm. when that starts to unfurl and intuition starts to kick in, oh, you know, yeah. and yes. feeling in your body when something is right for you or not right for you. It's another thing I discovered at the page. Yes. And emotional awareness, emotional intelligence. Absolutely. And, and emotions, you know, even the subtle, subtle, deep emotions that, that exist in the body, you know, the body, the wisdom of the body um, can really come through when we show up at the page or at the canvas this way. I can tell you, I've connected with, with my body because I have I have chronic illness and I'm, and you know, I am recovering from that mm -hmm. and I'm much better because of, I have to say, because of this process, because it allowed me to, you know, get very clear and hone in on what was going on in my body and then put it onto a page so that I wasn't holding as much of it and, mm -hmm. and to then, you know, actually dialogue with it. You know, mm -hmm. you can, you can create a, you can be as creative as you want and create something that, you know, pops off onto your body, you know, from your body onto the page and it suddenly it has, your heart has legs and it's talking to you, you know, whatever. And it's really informative in that way. And it's been very healing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been healing for me as well. Like, um, really beginning to use the page as a mirror to my body. And, you know, I like to do a lot of uh, images where kind of starting with that silhouetted outline and it's like, what's going on inside and really being able to explore that visually, it's it's like creating a whole nother form of language that's um, that's that's beyond words, that's pre-verbal even, and really just can tap into the heart of what is going on just in a really, really raw and almost primordial kind of way. And it's so thoroughly authentic to ourselves, 
you know, so each person you're mm-hmm. getting to know your, your truest version as it's like excavation. I always like to say that, but mm-hmm. it is really like excavating. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dig away. <laughs> Yes, I love it. And when we create in this way in community, I think there's really even a deepened like synergy that happens um, like that, having that really just amazing support of a safe space and other people doing their own inner work is really incredible. Like, I feel like I've been able to go even deeper when I'm held in that safe space in that community. And And even just being able to see out of the corner of your eyes, like, oh, you know, everybody's in their process. Everybody is meeting that edge, um, maybe struggling as well. But um, again, not out of a comparison mode, but like just that we're all in this together. We're all coming home to ourselves at the page together. And there's a real sense of just a sense of oneness and connection and belonging when we are in that kind of space together. I agree. And as somebody who absolutely loves ASMR, there's a thing that <laughs> happens when we all settle in and we're we're creating in silence and you then can hear, you know, the sounds of the room, you know, people painting and cleaning their brushes and <laughs> the quietly walking to the paint table. Yeah. I mean, it's just the whole thing is meditative too. Mm, yes, absolutely. And I know there's, you know, there's some listeners might be saying, I, you know, I don't meditate, like I'm not a meditator. Everybody is different. And this is absolutely a different um, option for meditation. It is a meditation. It's a meditation with paint or with markers or with whatever our tools are. Yeah, I have to say I I did not meditate before this. I do sometimes, but this is my form of meditation. Mm, yeah. So let's talk about what might be a first step for our listeners, for those who are kind of getting curious about, hmm, well, maybe I want to try this process art. Um, what are some tips that we can offer right now? I, one of the things I would offer would be to get yourself a journal. So and it can look in any way, any size and allow yourself to really get curious about what size you want it to be. Does it want to be lined or not lined, you know, and just allowing that to happen and, and creating maybe five or 10 minutes for yourself and creating a safe, sacred space for yourself where you can doodle or just journal about how you're feeling. And if you need a writing prompt, I'd say it would be right now I am feeling and just finish that thought. Mm-hmm. And you can answer with words, with images, with both. Yeah, that's great. I love that stuff. And I would just add that making that journal or that sketchbook, making it yours, making it for your eyes only. Again, this is not about creating something that you're going to show someone else later for for praise or accolades or for any reason. Um, we're not needing to prove ourselves here. This is really, this is for you. And this, this journal, this sketchbook can be your safe space for holding whatever shows up at any given moment. Yeah. Absolutely. There's so much power in that. I think that's a great mm. first step or two. Hmm. Yeah, that's great. And that's something you can keep next to you at your bed, like when last thing before you go to sleep or first thing when you wake up, just giving, like you said, giving that five minutes to just kind of get something out onto the page. 
um, whatever, yeah, whatever you're feeling in that moment. Absolutely. Well, we are here to support you in your practice as you um, begin your own journey with process art. We would love to hear from you. If you have any questions at all for us, please reach out to us um, through our website, creativenectarstudio.com. We'd love to hear your feedback, your questions for this show. Um, We'd love to hear how it is for you to start keeping a journal or sketchbook uh, to begin your process art journey. Yeah. And remember, it's just about the creative spark that's alive in every single one of us and how we can nurture that. So however it looks for you, consider that perfect. Well, thank you all again for tuning in today. And we look forward to continuing this conversation with you. Be well. Thank you for listening. This has been a Creative Nectar Studio production.